leave that motherfucking door open. Hello, listener, and welcome back to the second season premiere of Leave the Door Open, the podcast with Trey Kochaver and Seamus Curley, where we talk about life, comedy, TV, film, and everything in between. Today, we're joined by a very special guest and friend of the show, Frank Smith. Thanks for joining us, Frank. Yeah, what's up, dude? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm grateful to be here. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you. Yeah, we've been wanting to have you on the show for a minute, so I'm, I'm glad it's finally happening. Hey, man, yeah. you know, we're here now. We're, we're here, here now. We're, we're here. in it. We're so in you, it. So you know me from school, University of Northern Colorado. We both studied acting. And then I introduced you to Seamus out here in L.A. Yes, the brilliant Seamus, man. Yeah, no, we had some... Uh, pretty interesting times at unc <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that was a very interesting sort of education oh yeah definitely things definitely. kept falling apart <laughs> you know presidents of the school steal money and then uh, programs fall apart it, it happens it happens it happens it happens to the best of schools <laughs> it happens man i mean shoot where are we at Greeley. yeah Greeley, colorado what? What didn't happen in Greeley? What didn't happen in Greeley? That's like, a good question. What didn't happen? Uh, the air smelling good ever. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I got immune to that. Sadly, I, now no. I, you have to being there for so long. It's like it's adapt or die, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't live there, so anytime I came up to visit you guys, it was just like, mm, yes, the fresh smell of cow shit and sadness. Yeah. Everyone that came was like, "What does that smell?" And I was just like. It smells good to me, you know. <laughs> smells good to you. See, I can I see, gotta, I can see getting used to it. I don't I know about got, the smelling good part, man. I, man, I lived right next to the cow factory, man. Oh, so yeah. it was just like I had no option. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I had it, no option. You know, they said they burned the blood of the cows on Wednesday, and that's why it smelled so bad. It's because oh. they were burning the blood. Sounds like a bloody good time. Yeah, yeah. I was Wednesday, bloody Wednesday. <laughs> I was looking forward to Wednesdays, man. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, well, I completely fucking lost my train. Oh, no. Oh, that, yeah, I, I, remember, okay. I remember. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Redemption uh, arc. Yeah. Here redemption arc. Uh, <laughs> when I was, so when I was growing up, my mom, she was learning how to preserve food, uh-huh. like around from like ages like 12 to 17 for me. And so she would like get these jars and try and preserve food in it, except she was bad at it at first. She ended up getting great at it. She's, she's mm-hmm. great at it now, but for a few years, she would like try and preserve this shit, and it would go horrifically bad. It would just get rotten and brown and yeah. moldy and gross. Uh, and then they would, she would leave them. It would just oh. sit on the shelves in the basement, and uh, Love you know that sort of like you. You, what you were saying. I just fully fucking adapted to. It. I didn't smell it anymore. But then friends would come over to our house and be like, "What the fuck is like that?" Me? Like you, like Trey. Uh, yeah, so we were like, what are you talking about? It smells completely fine. Yeah, this is normal. This is but yeah, I stopped We like stopped having friends over to that house because they just, everyone thought it smelled like shit all the well, time. What was, what was the reason for, for her doing that, though? Well, uh, you know, that's, that's a bit of a longer story. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, she, she, um, <laughs> she was a bit, you know, she believed in the apocalypse for a while. Yeah. Um, mm. And she prepared for that quite mm. a bit. Uh, shall I say, you know, I don't, I don't think she wants me spreading too much, but let's just say we were ready. Yeah. They uh, were, they were prepped. I, you know, I, I did some, some training in middle school and early high school. I did martial arts and archery and I learned to throw knives and axes. Uh, I had to memorize the bike route out to her, her, uh, quote unquote apocalypse farm. 
It seems like my childhood was failed, man. I was, yeah, I, he's I, not I, my parents never prepared me for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it helps, me, I'm me no either. longer prepared. All those skills are gone. <laughs> oh, I think you better bring them, man. 2022, you. Well, Frank, I see you flexing your pecs over Yeah, there. dude. I mean, I mean, you're ready. Every, everybody says that. I swear, I don't even notice when I do that. You're just chilling they're there just, and they're just popping. I just, I, I hate it. I hate <laughs> I it so much. Yeah, it's the like, whole thing where it's like, oh, your eyes are up there. Like, no, my eyes are down there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are, you are a very uh, shredded man. Man, I will say. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, Yo, Frank I, is like the sexiest motherfucker I've ever met. <laughs> like you can wash clothes on your abs. Man, when I when I when I worked at Gold's Gym, uh, I was front desk, and you know a lot of the uh, members would come in and you know ask me questions or whatnot, uh-huh. and I would you know answer their questions, and they would always stare at my stare at my tits, and I'm like, what's <laughs> what's what's going on? And they're like, why are you flexing on me? I'm I I literally I'm just talking. It's I'm doing it right now. So yeah, exactly subconsciously. Uh-huh. I'm like, I need to. I need to work on controlling that. I don't want to <laughs> seem like I'm threatening anybody. I'm just, I'm just talking. I just think I you're you're ready to fuck up some some zombies with Seamus. Maybe <laughs> I'm ready, man. If it comes down listen, to it, listen. I wasn't prepared for that. If it's a fucking zombie apocalypse, I will kill myself. Oh, okay. I don't want to get eaten yeah. alive, man. You That's have, not. You you have you you got to bring those childhood skills back mm-hmm. man we are depending on you listen Survival frank i will show up at your house i'll drop off my bug out bag my swords my knives and then i will say good luck and pop it. <laughs> oh that would be no. so disturbing <laughs> i would i would be panicking man yeah. we, we, we definitely you're still close with your mom right oh yeah oh, okay yeah. we we're gonna need her then yeah, <laughs> we're gonna yeah, need yeah. Her. darcy well, well you know she 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 gave up on that uh that kind of dream she moved back closer to you know closer to denver sold the apocalypse farm she's she's just a chill on the edge of retirement now you totally. know well kind of chill a lot more but chill, if it I comes say. down to it you know survival instincts kick in and just imagine next year we actually have a zombie breakout yeah and she's like, i told you guys i told y'all man hey it's possible you know what? I'm, I'm like a thousand miles away from her now though so it'll be it'll be pretty hard to get back yeah You'll have to fend for yourself. I'll have to fend for myself. And by that, I mean do exactly what I told you a minute ago. Yeah. Give you my supplies and <laughs> pop myself. Oh, man. Lovely. You know, you know, black people don't do well in those kind of scenes, man. So yeah. I'll, I'll probably... Uh, the first I'll hit the 40 mile dash. in the movie. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. I'll just, man, I might as well just take myself out at that point. <laughs> you know, you got to have a strategy. Uh, <laughs> anyways, all right. You know, back on track. Frank... Tell us, uh, yeah, t- tell the listener about yourself. Uh, my name is Frank Smith. Um, graduated from the University of Northern Colorado. Uh, bachelor's in theater arts. Moved out here. Signed with Stagecoach Entertainment. Ooh-hoo. Been out here for about, what, like 10 months now? 10, 11 months now? Can yeah, be a yeah. year? You know, just, you know, auditioning, trying to survive L.A., trying to survive this inflation that we're going through right now. Just the worst timing Gas to come to L.A. Insane. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Exactly. But if we can get through this, man, I'm telling you, what can't we get through? Facts. So that's that, that's it right there, man. And how, how do you like L.A. itself? Man, I love L.A. It's uh, yeah. man. It's way it's way different than Colorado, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm African, so uh-huh. I don't like the snow really yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. just coming out here, it's like a 
It's like a dream come true, man. It's, yeah. It reminds me of the motherland. You know, I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember the last time it snowed. I don't want to see snow. I don't want to feel cold. Yeah. You know, the palm trees are beautiful. Oh, the ladies man. are beautiful. Man, oh, yeah. it's... The oh. ocean's right there. You know, there's just so much shit going on. It's, it's exactly, the vibe. Exactly, exactly. No, something that I noticed, too, that was cool. Um, 100 degrees out here feels like 75 degrees. Yeah. Where, you know, whereas... Colorado, a hundred degrees feels like one twenty-two. Oh, yeah, yeah. You it's, know what it's I mean? Like the feeling of it and the dryness. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. It's like I don't. You know, maybe it's because we're close to to the ocean, close to Santa Monica. Yeah. So we get that. Um, we got that ocean breeze. So yeah. Oh, it's a blessing being out here. Though, no, man. I love yeah, it. We're in a good. We're in a good spot. It's it's beautiful. I I also just fucking. I've been digging Los Angeles a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know, people always told me that like the dry heat is better because you you don't you don't have the humidity, and maybe that's true if you're like somewhere in the south where it's like ninety five percent humidity and a hundred degrees and yeah. it's just nonstop sweat. But here it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Like even when it's hot outside, is nice because you still get that like cool ocean breeze. It's not overly humid ever. Like if you go down to Florida, it's very very humid. Yeah, man, uh, here I remember it's not too bad. I remember Miami days, man. Oh, oh yeah. I don't even want to talk about that Wait. spring break in Miami. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, did you like fucking live in Miami? I didn't know that. No, I didn't live in Miami, but me and my boys took a trip two years in a row for spring break in March. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, uh, it's a good it's a good vacation spot, but I'll tell you right now, it's not a place that I want to live. Yeah. You know, it's a very chaotic place. Uh, environment you yeah. know it's like it's like being in a whole another country but i loved it i love the thrill of it that's awesome <laughs> yeah i got i got some uh some friends from film school that live down in miami and they they've told me some stories that place the place sounds fucking nuts yeah. yeah just everywhere in florida i don't know if you guys have heard but um just just google florida man oh and yeah. then yeah. put your birthday Oh, it's, it's, I've never put my birthday. You've never put your birthday. I've, yeah. my birthday. I've Googled Florida man quite oh, a bit. Yeah, Google Florida man, put your birthday, and you're going to see something out of the ordinary. <laughs> There's an Atlanta episode called, uh, what What were we just saying? Uh, Florida, Florida man. man. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's also alligator man. You know, I saw this, uh, <laughs> this this really funny quote online from a from a European about America, and it's like, Americans... The way that all of you view Florida is how the rest of the world views America. America. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I respect that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> wow. So, Frank, you were you were born in Liberia. Yeah, I was born in Liberia. Came here when I was two years old. There was a civil war going on. People, mm. you know, getting their limbs chopped off. Jeez. Um, and, uh, yeah, me and my dad came out here. You know, survived that, survived mm. all the gunfire, um, and uh, just just lucky to be in America, man. And yeah, my, man. my mom, unfortunately, she stayed back, but eventually mm. moved to uh, Den Helder in the Netherlands. Mm. But um, you know, I still I still keep in contact with them via Facebook. Yeah. Dad went back home to Liberia to become a judge, and uh, just been here alone, yeah. like an orphan <laughs> on, on the grind. Boy. <laughs> and you uh and you uh back in Colorado you were staying with your grandma and Yep, I was staying with my grandma. Yeah. Um bless her. She's a very sweet lady. Uh she uh no, she did a lot for me, man. Uh just you know, didn't really have much, but you know, mm. she gave us uh what we can, you know, with yeah. that it just kind of added fuel to my fire, you yeah, know. Man. And it's like, you know, just being 
just moving from a war-torn country in Liberia to come to America, it puts a lot of perspectives in your head. Like, you know, um, you know, life isn't promised. You know, tomorrow is not promised. So, you know, you have to take a risk. You know, you don't want to go on next week regretting why you didn't make uh, decisions that you wanted to make, you know, and dreams that you dreamt of. And, uh, I mean... <laughs> It's it's insane. Yeah, man. It's, it's really insane. Big respect man. right there. No, I I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, that that shit's crazy, man. I, I cannot even imagine. I remember. Yeah, I remember you like first telling me because I didn't know that about you for the first like six months that I knew you, and then at one point we were hanging out and you're telling me you're telling me all that stuff and like uh, just coming from Liberia and the whole story is it's wild, man. Oh yeah, man. What, did I tell you that at a bar? Were we at a bar when I when No, that was right over there, about 10 feet away. Were, were we drinking? We were drinking. Oh, yeah. We were drinking a lot. See that when the alcohol hits, man, <laughs> the truth comes the out. The truth comes <laughs> out. And now, look at us all here in sunny Los Angeles. Exactly. Living our dream, man. This is oh, just the yeah. beginning. I can't wait. Hopping can't in wait. on the craft. You helped me with an audition yesterday. Uh, Seamus has been getting these dope ass job interviews so it's like you know things are rolling things are rocking and rolling it's rolling man it's rocking and rolling time has flown yeah. i'm like <sighs> already about to be a year man it feels already. like just a couple months yeah, yeah it's, right it's weird because i feel like the first few months felt like it was like a really long time mm -hmm. uh mostly at least for me i was just sitting here like no money uh just pretty much my schedule was Trey and I would write for like two, three hours in the morning and yeah. then I would just apply for jobs for like five, six, seven hours and then play video games. So I didn't go out and spend money and then sleep uh -huh. for months. Um, That's and, respect right there. That's respect. Yeah, and definitely. L.A. is definitely a city where you have to be mentally strong to, uh, you know, you know, to make it forward. Honestly, mm -hmm. it definitely tests your your mental fortitude. So. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it can definitely definitely be uh, be rough here, but yeah, after those first few months, the rest of it has fucking flown by. As soon as I started being able to do shit and and getting some work, the busy shit changed. You yeah. Are. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I remember the first time uh uh me and Trey moved moved out here. We were like, "Okay, we're we're in LA. Okay, okay. okay. Let's uh, <laughs> you know, let's you know, first time living in LA, we're by the beach, you know. By Santa Monica Pier, let's 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 adventure the city. Uh -huh. You know, went out for one weekend, came back, and we we're like, oh, we don't got much money left. Yeah. We, might, <laughs> yeah. we might have to relax. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't been out. Yeah, we went out a couple times when I first got here, and then we we're like, ooh, yeah, we can't keep doing that. And Not then yet. <laughs> you go out with every new person who visits or moves to town, and then it's like it all just stacks up. Yeah, it's you know me being on a warpath to convince everyone I know from Colorado to move here. Uh, it's, gonna, it's it becomes expensive because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah every time they come like yeah like, I'll, I'll, you know i'll buy you a beer let's go out and then uh you know yeah those beers add up man it's like living in la you wake up in la and that'll be a hundred dollars sir yep 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 <laughs> it's like i don't wake even up. i don't even know how many parking tickets i've had out here <laughs> i i mean I can, the street sweeping is some bullshit man it yeah, is it's, it's, and it's different hours and different locations and it's just i i wake up my enemy i wake up with anxiety yeah every morning <laughs> where did i park where's my where's my car at i just i'm just i'm just waiting for that boot one day to just hit it Ooh, man yeah oh, man and you're done <laughs> yeah you know whereas me on my you know my throne 
up here of not having had a car at all. Oh, uh, your ivory tower. <laughs> my ivory tower. Well, yeah, I've been living yourself. in that. <laughs> ivory tower of having no car and walking everywhere. It's it's obviously been so good. Yeah, it actually sure has been. It, yeah, no. Yeah, no, oh, it's, uh, it's been awful. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you count if you count the the expenses that you have to pay for just to, having a car yeah. out here, it's it's ridiculous. Not to mention the gas prices, man. So you probably save thousands of money, and you don't even know it. It's a blessing in disguise, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, maybe, man. I don't know. Yeah. I also do. You know, I have to, right uh, still have to ride the train and like ride scooters and Ubers everywhere. So it's still it adds up in a different way. Scooters yeah. and Ubers. Scooters you and Ubers. Ride scooters and Ubers. And and, mm. and you riding you're riding in this town with lunatics, man. Crazy people. Oh yeah. So oh, I'm one of them. When I'm a delivery driver, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> like, don't get in my way. Traffic will I'm do that to you. I'm warning you. Traffic will do that to you, man. I had to. Breathe I hit the steering in. wheel. I'm yelling. Like it's totally not who I am. Yeah, no. When, when I first there. when I first moved out here, knowing you, Trey, man, <laughs> like you, you were just so calm and just nonchalant, and I love it, man. And mm-hmm. then, you know, three three months in, I'm seeing a whole different Trey. I'm like, you're beeping your horn, and you're. I'm yeah. like Trey. You know, one of my favorite things to do is when Trey right, like he lets me drive his car, and then he rides with me. Is uh, I won't run yellow lights which i i usually do but when when trey's riding i don't because it pisses him off to no end because in la you have to you have to uh use the opportunity of the yellow to turn left a lot of the see time. but i actively like, choose not to because i love making trey angry it's so much fun just waste time <laughs> yeah in this city i don't i don't think waste pe- my life <laughs> <laughs> i don't think people even have an option the traffic is so bad i mean that's one of the first things i noticed being out here man yeah. like every like when the light is green you can't really go you just wait five more seconds before you go because you know there is an incoming car coming and passing that the red first light five seconds of green is still uh oh, still fuck. yellow for the other side yeah yeah yeah, 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 man. yeah. being in traffic out here, being in traffic <laughs> out here is insane though man I'm drowning I, my, my first week out here my first week out here yeah. i'm driving uh-huh. and uh you know a lot of traffic and i pass by this guy who's just holding up traffic he's not in his car he's just outside of his car i'm like what's going on uh-huh. we're driving past everybody slows down I'm like why are we slowing down i look to my left and i see this motorcyclist like lying on oh, his back yeah like he looked Sprawled dead all down yeah like and that was like the first i was like did i just see a dead body on the street for the first time in my life like lost and then do that yeah too. exactly and then the next week uh i'm driving and there's this guy on the left of me and very nice lexus he has a lexus uh-huh. um had to be like 2020 but he's tweaking out i think he was on i don't know like meth or heroin he's just just nodding yeah. back and forth i'm like hey man the light's green go so he just speeds off goes and then as soon as we as soon as i drive past the intersection I, I still have this on my phone, man. I can pull this up. The man's car is flipped upside down, airbags oh everywhere. And this God. happened. Yeah, this happened in like less than two minutes. Jesus. So that, it, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember that? I it, do remember a, a, a when real, you told me about this the first time. Yeah, this is a real life Grand Theft Auto City. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it is. It's oh what's modeled after. Yeah, I mean, playing GTA and coming here, I, there's a there's a number of places I've been to where it's like, oh yeah, dude, I've run over civilians here. Let's go. I know this. Well, that's <laughs> not even the only video game. I was driving the other day, 
Oh, actually, this was like six months ago, not the other day. Uh, so I was driving and I drove past this like plumber's truck. I was like, oh, yeah, it's obviously a plumber's truck. And there's this dude bending, bent over, like putting some stuff in the trunk. And then he stood up and it was like a dude with like a thick Mario mustache. I was like, oh, that's funny. Then he proceeds to put on a red cap with an M on it. I saw a real life Mario. <laughs> that in the is city hysterical. Of LA. That's I cannot hysterical. believe it. No, the crazy thing too, when I seen that accident, man, I look, I look. There's uh, another car pulling, uh, pulling next to me, and I'm like, "Yo, do you, do you, you see that?" And they, and they just started laughing. They're like, oh, "Yeah, everybody's on drugs." I was like, <laughs> "It's so one of those just, days." I'm like, "Y'all just used to this, huh?" No, man. I, oh my goodness. Oh yeah, there's some crazy shit that happens in this place. Yeah. Uh, just yesterday, there was a motorcycle that was. Um, I I didn't I didn't see it happen, but I was walking by uh, just like a block away. There's a motorcycle that had been blown up. Um, it was like charred black. There were pieces all around it. Uh, this all of the debris was in the street. Then there was a car that had been crushed as well. That uh, people were all just kind of standing around. And yeah, no, it's just like I see that shit all the time, man. It's fucking it's oh, whack. That's insane, man. Yeah, just the the shit that happens in this city. But th- there's also some cool stuff that happens in this city. For instance, uh, Seamus and I were fortunate enough to attend the Los Angeles premiere of our movie of the day, Hustle. Leave the door open the podcast with Trey Cochaver and Seamus Curley with special guest Frank Smith, produced by Seamus Curley. Man, Hustle was... Oh my god! By far my favorite movie of the year so far, honestly, man. And yes. I don't know. I just I love seeing the dynamic of Adam Sandler. You know that yeah. movie that you showed me, uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems, man. Just yeah. the dynamic between those two characters. I know it's about like you know sports betting, but you know it still kind of talks about basketball. But the fact that he was yeah. able to play, you know, both of those characters mm-hmm. in such a you know unique. Two different perspectives. Exactly. Of the game, man. Adam. Yeah. Adam is. He's the goat. He's the goat, man, for sure. I I just I love the change, man, because I feel like there was this stigma around him for a long time where he did all of his movies back in like nineties, early two thousands that were like he played the exact same character and that was it was it wasn't really a character at a certain point. It was just Adam Sandler movie. I think Jack and Jill kinda ruined him for me for a bit. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I think that was the one. Yeah, but then he's (laughs) he's like totally turned that around now. And I I feel like I've seen that in other actors before where like they get put in a spot and then eventually they have to like cut out roles for a bit until they start getting stuff they want. Like I know Matthew McConaughey did that too, where he was like, he was Hollywood's like lover boy. And he was like, I'm sick of having just these romantic comedy roles. And he didn't get any gigs for like a year and a half afterwards because he refused to accept the romantic comedy and didn't get offered anything else. And then eventually started getting other roles. And then, you know, he's done a bunch of awesome shit now. And is an Oscar winner. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking true detective and stuff. It's crazy. Oh, True detective is one of the best shows ever. But yeah, but yeah, Hustle was just a really, really good story. Like, it, it, it was a simple story, but that's what made it so effective, I think. Yeah, I, I really... Um, so I'm not a big, like, sports movie kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we got that red carpet premiere, so I was like, fuck it, let's go. And it, was, it honestly, it surprised me. It was a really good movie. I yeah. mean, just the... the the title of the movie Hustle, Hustle, it speaks for itself, man. It does. You know, in both perspectives of Adam Sandler's character and uh, Hernan Gomez's character, mm-hmm. you know how they both started from the bottom, um, and eventually saw saw their lives going upwards, and then 
in a matter of seconds spiraling right back down the I consequences mean, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. yeah and and i mean in the beginning of the movie it starts off you know adam sandler is you know about to get the get the job as the uh, assistant coach on the bench you and know he gets robbed and he him. gets robbed of it man because of his well what it was uh, what the, happened? the old man died yeah the old man died and then his asshole son yeah, played by Ben Foster. Ben Foster, good, amazing. Yeah, he yeah. was amazing. But God, he was such an asshole, asshole. man. <laughs> but you know, like one thing that Adam said that really stood out uh, was, you know, never back down. Yeah, you know, never back down. And you know, he lived his truth. Mm-hmm. He lived his truth. So did Hernan Gomez, man. All the characters in that movie played an amazing, amazing job, man. And I was really surprised about. Anthony Edwards character man basketball player yeah for the Timberwolves yeah. I'm kind like, of being the vilifying basketball player yeah, exactly. against him they yeah. casted that really well and kind of like talking shit in his ear yeah. about his uh about his kid yeah and shit getting in his head man and it, I mean in the beginning it, it worked too it, it worked in the beginning but uh you know eventually he he found a way to settle down and mm-hmm. you know take advice from uh Adam and uh, you know he hustled. He, he hustled, hustled, he hustled his way yeah. up, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it, dude, it was a really like uh, it was a fun movie and it was a really like heartwarming movie and, and sad at points. It was funny too. Like there, there's so much good comedy in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just really good too. I think like overall there was one aspect I I didn't like, which is it's not even that big of a deal. Which is that one we talked about this right after watching the montage. The montage it was just yeah. a little overdrawn. Yeah, one of the basketball montages. Yeah, there's like, like one huge montage in the middle that goes on. Like it has like this nice montage moment. You're like, cool, that was dope. And then it goes on for like four more minutes, and you're like, well, okay. I think it's all good. It yeah. just could be trimmed down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like it's such a small complaint. Like yeah. that's that's. I was like it's, thinking if there is anything negative I had to say about the movie, and that's like the one tiny thing. That's the yeah, one thing. No, something controversial that I've been hearing too, and I want to know what you guys' thoughts are. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about the relationship dynamic between uh, Adam Sandler's character and Queen Latifah? Uh, if it's controversial, I don't really know why. I, th- I thought it was came across as very natural for yeah. the most part. Yeah, no, I, I think I yeah. think that eventually it uh, it's it's still down to be uh, natural, but definitely yeah. I feel like in the first scene with his daughter, uh, it was a little bit. I was like, oh. I don't really see any chemistry here really like that mm. you know what I mean it was kind of kind of off like the adjustment scene and then exactly. scenes after you felt were more and natural and then boom the scene where uh you know she, his uh, her legs are on top of his lap and you know he's yeah. giving her a, 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 foot, a rub. foot rub I'm like okay 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 I'm I, I love it. it and then from there it just took off yeah it just took yeah. off no yeah. Idea. so I actually I do, I do agree the first scene wasn't like fully connected but yeah. I actually think that that was on purpose because uh, mm. I think there's like there's that tension between them where he yeah, has to travel for his job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So he comes back from these like six week trips and hasn't seen his wife, hasn't seen his daughter, which like it pretty much every like married or like long term relationship friends that I have, when one of the partners like goes away for a long time, you'd think it'd be like really excited to see him. But when they get mm. back, you're kind of like, fuck you for being gone for six. That's weeks. real. No, that's um, real. If you put it in that perspective, that's yeah that, yeah, that completely makes sense then. Yeah. So I think it was, it was like it was that it's they still a great chemistry. I think it was just that opening scene. It's that kind of like. Welcome back, you dick. 
<laughs> and then you know, and then it, you know, foot rubs and it relaxes from there. Yeah, overall, I thought their chemistry was great, and I thought that like, I did think about that. I just thought that was like a very realistic like, human aspect, you know? Yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so the film is directed by Jeremiah Zager, who directed this film called We the Animals, and that's why uh, Adam Sandler and the uh, producer sought him out. The film is also produced by LeBron James, who. Okay. We also saw at the premiere. Yeah. He was so goddamn tall and just wearing these shades. And I looked at my phone at one point and was like, oh, shit. LeBron James became a million, a billionaire, billionaire today. Yeah. <laughs> today. Like that's, the day I was looking at him. That's yeah. wow. It was fucking insane. Dude, there were so many Lakers in that room. And like the reason that I knew there were so many Lakers is because every one of them was like fucking two feet taller than everyone else in that room. Oh, they yeah. They were giants. <laughs> Like, one of them, I don't know who he was because he had a hood on, but he stood up, like, in front of us and was facing the other way. And I just, like, looked straight up and was like, fucking Christ, I'm small. <laughs> and then on, on, on TV, when you've seen them play, they don't, they may, they look long, but they don't look as, look, you know, like, as huge. Mm -hmm. You know what I Towering, mean? Towering, yeah. And then when you see him in person, it's like, damn, this, yeah, there's you levels feel to small this. Immediately. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah. levels to this for sure. One thing that always gets me like watching either the NFL or the NBA, which I don't watch a lot of, but when I do see them, it's like, yeah, they look like a little big, but then you see like this tiny, tiny guy that's like next to one of them and you look up him and you're like, oh, that dude is six feet tall. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, it's insane. I mean, what, Stephen Curry's like six foot two maybe six six two six three yeah something that's, on the, that's not that crazy on the on the court and you know i'm five i'm five ten five eleven so mm -hmm. it's like you know six feet two six feet three is pretty pretty damn tall you know compared it's, to me you know oh yeah yeah but then you see, you see him on the court he looks like a little dude and mm -hmm. uh, compared mean, to all the other dudes yeah, yeah i i had uh i don't know if i said this on the podcast before but i had like brunch with the denver nuggets once I think I did. Yeah, I, thought, I think you did. And they were all just way taller than me. End oh, yeah. Story. Well, uh, <laughs> well especially you, said you were you were like a little kid at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm sure still to this day, JaVale McGee would tower over a little six foot me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little six foot you. A little six foot me. Yeah, when I was in elementary school, uh, Champ Bailey, uh, who oh, yeah. uh, one of the famous cornerbacks of the, the Broncos, came to my school. And then uh, I stood next to him and like high fived him. And I was like, I was up to like his thigh. Mm -hmm. Just giant, giant man. Damn. Thickness. Who, who was that you said again? Uh, Champ Bailey. Champ Bailey. Back yeah. like, uh, I think it was like, well, I want to say like 07 to like, uh, to like tw uh, 2012. And he's a, he's a, uh, a corner safety. He's a defensive back too. So uh, yeah, he's a cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. Cornerback. Yeah. So they're not even like the tallest people on the, oh, on the field. All, they're no. like technically cornerbacks are like the smallest on the, on the field, you know, not including the quarterback. Yeah, I think and he was like six three or something. So he was a little taller than most. I'm not positive of that. Yeah, it's been a while. Just imagine like the sheer size of the rest, like the linebackers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the width, yeah. the girth. Yeah. One of my if you will. one of my high school teachers, uh, he had been he like played college football and was really good and everything, and he was uh, a lineman. And he's he's this big, he's like six foot four and like two hundred something pounds, like really big guy. And he was like, yeah, yeah, no, I actually had to stop playing football because I was too small. Uh, oh yeah, that's like saying that's, that's how it goes sometimes. You could fucking pick me up with one hand. Well, dude. if you're small, you gotta be fast. Yeah, and he would. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. And yep. he's not fast. Mm -hmm. That's I think, what my dad told me. I think like the biggest I've actually shout out dad. The the closest actually I've ever been next to like a N or NFL player was this guy I went to high school with, mm -hmm. um, Zach Goldich, who I think he got drafted to the. Um, 
with the San, San Diego Chargers at the time. Mm. Yeah, he got drafted to the Chargers, man. But Zach Goldish, man, his story was insane. Went to Gateway High School together, and he actually survived a shotgun wound to the neck. Whoa. He was in the uh, Aurora uh, shooting that happened. Oh, like with, the, with the, the Aurora oh, like Batman wow. Yeah, with the Batman premiere. Oh, he was what? in there. Um, and, uh, man, I remember, uh, man, that uh, the memorial or uh, what was it? Uh, it was in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. What are what are those what are those things they do? Assembly. Assembly. Yeah, they yeah. had an entire assembly because one of the students actually passed away that uh-huh. went to Gateway High School. You know, real oh. popular kid. And uh, no, Zach was telling his story how you survived, and I'm like, a shotgun blast to the neck, man. <sighs> and he survived, and he was you know fine. Just the next day, he was fine. You know, and I'm like, tough. If that was tough, me, I, you know, yeah. my my stature, I probably would have been done for, man. So. The kind of pain those guys can take is it's yeah, ridiculous. It's crazy, incredible, man. yeah. That was, a, that was a crazy night because I was at a different movie theater uh, at that same Batman premiere, and I got out and I had like 38 missed calls because uh, I didn't. We, we like finished the movie, but yeah, I got out. I had like 38 missed calls, like all family and friends, because uh, they knew I was at the premiere and didn't know which theater. But yeah, I was. I think I was. I had gone to like over near Aurora. Also, uh, I think mm. I was like like four or five miles away from that theater. It was, yeah, yeah, no, that's insane. Been, man. Yeah, I live like 10 minutes away from that theater. Crazy story. Uh, my auntie, it was me, my auntie, my cousin, who were living with my grandma at the time. Um, we were, my auntie, she promised us that we were going to go see that movie. So, you know, we're we're excited, man. We're waiting all night to go see the movie, man. And uh, keep calling her. We're like, yo, like, what's going on? Are you, you playing us? And we're trying to see some, some Batman, man. We're mm. trying to see the premiere. And she fell asleep. Um, she fell asleep mm, that night. Shit. Wow. And uh, yeah, crazy. It's still like, at the time, it, it it doesn't really like it didn't really resonate with me. But now that I think about it, that's insane, man. Yeah. That's so insane. Like that could have been. Could have saved your life. It could have yeah. exactly, man. She she fell asleep, and you know, at the time we were kids, we were disappointed. But then like, it's like look the what God did day. for us, man. You yeah. know, he, oh my goodness. Dude, I had actually had something similar happen a few weeks ago here. Um, I so I was gonna borrow Kyle's car to go get some groceries at Target, uh, and then like a little bit before I was gonna leave, he uh, he had forgotten about that, and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to Trace," uh, and I was like, "Oh, fuck it, all right, I'll get groceries like later tonight or whatever when you get back," mm-hmm. and he left, uh, and then like right after that, right at the time I was gonna be at Target, there was a shooting and a couple people mm-hmm. died in the parking lot. Damn. Um, so yeah, I, I and yeah, I would have been either in the parking lot or in the Target during it. But yeah, no, just because, because yeah, because you randomly invited Kyle over yeah. and he went over. I I avoided that. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how close things like that have happened. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just ever, ever since I've been in the city, I've had like I've been having strange, strange, strange dreams about like gunfire, just like you know, just people shooting at places, shooting around me. And I'm like, um, I don't know what kind of sign this is, man. But you just feel closer to the chaos, man. Yeah, just I'm just like, yeah. man, the city of the, of the fallen angels, man. New York's uh, good heaven, L.A. No, New York is bad heaven, L.A. is good hell, <laughs> or the other way around. I, I, I feel like it's no. It's probably the it's probably the other way around. Oh, I think New York's me. a little bit tougher than uh, than LA. <laughs> don't trust me for anything. I don't. <laughs> I quit. All right. Anyways, though, we got we got long sidetracked from uh, from hustle. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
you know, there's Juancho Hernan Gomez, who was excellent in uh, in that role of the the Phenom. The, Bo, uh, Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz, Bo the Cruz. boy with promise, yeah. right? And had a very good emotional arc subplot for him as well with his daughter and their yeah. whole situation. Well, that was the his first like acting role, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's just a basketball player, NBA right? NBA so player, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, he did he did an excellent job, but you know, you just Adam fucking Sandler. Oh yeah, dude. He was insane. It's so good. Incomparable. Movie. Incomparable. You know, one of his favorite actors is James Can, who uh who was Sonny in the original Godfather movies. Okay. And you can see that in the anger and the frustration in some of his performances. Like Adam Sandler has a great display of over the top anger, but in this movie in particular, it was very different. Everything felt more tempered and controlled and like the the outbursts all felt like super justified, but like he didn't want to do them. Like he was withholding them, which Mm. is just very different from his other work. It was very, soft touch yeah. in comparison to a lot of his other stuff, which was really effective. It's his highest rated movie on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, out of all of his work. Um, yeah, and he produced the shit out of it. It's just a solid performance. Yeah, man, his action spoke for itself, clearly. Yeah. Man, I didn't when I first watched the movie and I seen uh, Juan Hernan Gomez, I didn't even... I thought he was a real actor, man, for a second. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I, yeah. You know... Um, and then, and then, as the movie passed by, and I seen him in that Celtics jersey at the end, I was like, "Wait a minute, yeah, hold on, Hernan Gomez, whoa, mm-hmm. man, I'm slow. Oh my goodness, man, no, he, he killed it. I can definitely see him doing way more work as well too in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah he, it was amazing. That's that's like that's crazy that a first time actor can give a really solid performance like that. Because yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't know like that much about basketball, so I, I didn't know that he was a player until the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. I just thought he was just a really tall actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I also just like, I love that turnaround at the end. Yeah, he's no longer part of the team. Yeah, they're playing each other. There's still love there, and we're still going to be competitive. It's like, it's exactly. all part of Dude, the That game. movie, I had some tears well up when they saw each other on the court, and he had all of the ta- the tattoos on his arm yeah. filled in. Because he's like, yeah, like uh, these are all the tattoos for my dad earlier in the movie, and it's a joke because there's no tattoos there. Yep, I, I was literally going. To, I was. Uh, oh my like, goodness, yeah, I love like that part when his uh, when his daughter asks, "What is that? What is that little bird for?" Yeah, you know, it's for my little girl. What about all those tattoos on your right sleeve? Well, it's for my mother. Why? And what about what about the, the you know the, the left sleeve? It was for my dad. Yeah. All empty, and I was like, whoa. And it's crazy because I didn't catch that part until mm-hmm. I watched it the second time around. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? That it tends just to, hits harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really tends to happen in, a, in like almost every movie that I watch. Like, oh, yeah. You know, watch it at first and like, it was a really good movie and then the second time you watch it, you always catch something new that you didn't discover the first time. Exactly. So, yeah. It's the best. It was beautiful. Yeah, now that moment at the end when, because I, I laughed at that joke the, the you know, watching through it and then at the end when he had him filled in, I was like, you son of a bitch. That's <laughs> so goddamn cute. Man, <laughs> it got me. <laughs> I don't know if it's me being selfish, man, but oh, I really wish I seen like just the way that it ended. It was beautiful, but oh, I wanted to see more action. I was like, how did, oh yeah. man, I was like, no, don't end here. Yeah, man. Give me more. I liked how I liked you... at the end also when uh, right after that when he goes back, Adam Sandler goes back to his team and then he tells the player that's going to be going up against that guy his weakness and I'm yeah, like yeah. nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bastard man yeah. <laughs> backstabbing dick <laughs> <laughs> no it was great 
Oh my God. You know, and I, I, I am a, I'm not a huge sports fan, but I do love like sports media or like film and television about basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love going to see uh, games live. I'm just not so much of a observer from my couch. But, you know, there's been some good content lately, you know, between Hustle and Winning Time, the Lakers Dynasty show that uh, is on HBO. I watched that, and then I saw fucking Magic Johnson in Magic my Johnson. restaurant the other day. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck? There's a prophecy that's just been fulfilled. I watched this show, and Magic Johnson appears. Some bigs, I'm telling you, something big's happening, man. Yeah. Watch what you put in your head. Watch what you see, man. Watch Ooh. what you manifest. Ooh. It's real out here, man. Ooh, yeah, Trey country. is going to the NBA. That's that's the that's what I've got out of this. It's happening. I'm a phenom. Oh my god, he's growing. He's growing. <gasps> he's six foot six. He's six foot eight. All right, he's ready for the NBA. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Let's go. Oh yeah, your voice is already deep round. as fuck. It's already deep enough for someone that's six. Yeah, that's eight. a first round pick <laughs> right no. there. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. First round pick. Actually, I think. uh, uh, Oh wait, you're not too old because you're still you're still 22. You turned 23. I'm 23. Just turned 23. Right. No, I'm old as fuck. Yeah. Okay. You can't go to the NBA. You're fucked. Talking about age, man. Now it was funny when um, uh, uh, Bojan man. uh, Oh yeah. Jonovic man. He was like, how 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 old are you, man? I am 22. 22. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Your son. How old was his son again? 10. 10. This man looked like he was 24 years old. (laughs) That was such a good The math just did not add up. He was like, all right, nope. (laughs) I lost everything in a fire. You can't track anything. (laughs) That man was ready to go. You can't track anything. (laughs) That was more Andre the Giant. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, guys, awesome movie overall. Any, Any other final thoughts about it? Yeah. Man. I want to see Adam Sandler in more sport films, man. Yeah. I think he, he especially he really has an impact on me. Especially, I, I really noticed uh, when I really started to fall in love with him was in Uncut Gems. Yeah, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if it was because at the time I was in Colorado and like FanDuel just came out. Yeah, so I was doing like a lot of sports betting, man. Totally. And then I was just I would see like. The downfalls and the wins and the mm-hmm. losses and also and just like, going to a big city and like seeing the rush of that type of existence exactly exactly how he handles it all man oh yeah <sighs> yeah shit was crazy man that movie that movie really very pleasantly surprised me with how good it was uh, yeah. and you don't really even have to be a sports fan to like it yeah. Like I'm, yeah, like I said, I'm not really a big sports fan, but like it's it was just an objectively very good movie. I'm gonna start coming in here, and you're gonna have a huge screen ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I grew up with my it's stepdad. Okay, he's a huge Buffalo Bills fan, so I've watched him be really sad for the last uh, 15 years. Okay, so I'm I'm used to being around the sports mm. and the Buffalo but Bills you're used losing. To being around sad sports, it yeah. sounds who, who like. Else, <laughs> who else is a Buffalo Bills fan, man? Well, there's like three of them in the country for sure. At least that's like saying, yeah, I watch movies, but I only watch Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think I think Trump is a Buffalo Bills fan too. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, there you go. That's his squad right there, man. That yeah, seems- you know, uh, he has my stepdad has shown me some really fun videos of Buffalo Bills fans being crazy. They have this tradition where, like, you know, those plastic uh, foldable tables, sort of like the ones I have over there. Mm-hmm. The Buffalo Bills fans at like um, uh, tailgating will bring those, set them up, and they'll jump 
off of another table and try and break it. So there's videos of people just jumping through hundreds of these tables. What is this, a fucking yeah. frat house? Yeah, when yeah. You, if you're not winning too many games, man, yeah, I, I, that's that's one way to take out some frustration right oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, but it's everyone, man. It's there's men, women, like older people, younger people. Uh, there was one that was pretty cute where they Toddlers. set up. I actually that's where where I was going next. What? Uh, <laughs> they they set up like a little uh, a little styrofoam like version of the table and then like gently pushed a baby through it. <laughs> it was very gentle. <laughs> so many hilarious thoughts are running through my mind. Getting them prepared for the for the real world. Oh yeah, yes. big you gotta tables. break tables to be a big man. That's what I was taught. <laughs> empty chairs and empty tables. Oh, Sweeney Todd reference. That's not Sweeney Todd. That is. Oh, that's Les fucking lame. Is oh man, I'm stupid. Yeah. Dumbass. And with that, thanks for joining us on the podcast, Frank. Man, yeah. thank you guys for having me so much, man. I've been, I've been waiting, man, and uh, I've, uh, it's real nervous. But we did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it, man. We did it. I'm Easy excited, peasy. Man. Lemon squeezy. Yeah, man. No no need to Make be nervous. You know, just chilling in the living room and I'm shirtless. Keep so. it skeezy. Yeah, yeah you've that's, been, that's you've been naked for a while, man. Never I see sleazy. you flexing your pecs too, man. Oh What's yeah. Yeah, been... all all you know, all Feel these pecs the breezy. Are so, so solid. Planet fitness, you getting ready for the draft, huh? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm okay, getting I'm getting ready for World War Three, you know? Oh, you meant the the NBA draft. Oh, hold on now. I got too much anxiety. World War III. <laughs> <laughs> leave the door open the podcast is now available wherever you find your podcasts go ahead and leave us a review or just let us know what show or movie you'd like to hear us talk about next week if you liked this episode and want more go ahead and follow us to get the latest updates on future episodes of the podcast for more info on Leave the Door Open, visit us on Instagram at leave the door underscore pod, TikTok at leave the door underscore, and Twitter at leave the door pod. And make sure to check out Hustle on Netflix. Thanks for listening. Until next week. Leave the door open.